0: Hey there, this is David with the Black Techies. We think we have a unique niche in the wider tech discourse and want to build a community of like-minded people. To that end, we are introducing the Black Techies Patreon page. For just $5 a month, you can help us spread the word, get our podcast out there to a bigger audience, and build our fast growing community. Even if you don't listen to our podcast, please consider supporting our Patreon so we can do even more. Alright, without further ado, let's start this podcast. Welcome back to the Black Techies Podcast, where black culture meets the world of technology. I'm your host, David, a.k.a. Packet Stiller. And I know it seems like we get, we're get getting like a drip feed of content, but it's coming. This is like a really hard summer for me. <laughs> so it's like it's a lot going on. And maybe for me and, uh, and my, my cohorts as well. But trust and believe it is coming. But uh, I'm, I'm joined once again by Herbert Seward, a.k.a. The Black Tony Stark and Dominique Young yeah, you yep. uh, What you all, what you all been up to?
1: Uh well I'm trying to keep our our P I I safe, man. <laughs> <laughs> and that, you know, just mentioning that that's uh that's kinda of gonna be the topic of the main topic of our abbreviated show this evening is uh if you've been following the news for those folks that are listening, um there were two really major breaches recently um, electronically that affected a lot of people across the country. One was the Capital One um, security breach where I would believe almost um, 800 million.
0: 100 million.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. 100, yeah, 100 million. My bad. <laughs> yeah, it's late, bro. Um, 100 million people were affected you know, by the breach. Um, and the Equifax breach um, you know, those people that aren't familiar with Equifax, although everybody that has a credit score should be, because those guys are part of the evil empire, too. <laughs> um, you know, everybody that's essentially in, you know, an Equifax uh, data bank someplace, you know, really was exposed by a number of security failures that they had. So this show is pretty much dedicated to. You know, just touching on what those things mean as well as offering up some tidbits um, to those of you out there that may have questions about, you know, how to protect yourselves online, how to protect your, you know, your sensitive information and some tactics that people may take to try to obtain your sensitive information. So, um, you know, I'll, uh, you know, I'll definitely you know hand the reins back over to our fearless leader uh to continue to facilitate this but yeah this is pretty big for for a lot of reasons because you know just about every american um either directly or indirectly is you know affected by you know uh cyber theft identity theft a number of things so so
0: it's uh it's (laughs) it's funny so like if you go to theblacktechies.com, we actually have an article that I wrote like, let's see, three years ago about eight ways wow. to be safe on the internet. <laughs> so, shameless uh, plug, <laughs> right? But uh, is it really shameless if it's our own uh, <laughs> website? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, you, yeah, you got a point, bro. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so like if you if you uh, want the TLDR, I guess uh, you can just go there and uh well not read but if you don't play like listening to all of this you can just read it on your own time uh so i'll, I'll link those in the show notes so you can go ahead and, and look at that but um, uh, i guess i guess starting off as a way before before i go i think it's kind of ridiculous that like capital one like a financial institution of all places you know it, it was hacked like you know that that's that's like the one place where you you would expect they would have the highest of cybersecurity, right? Like the, like this is people's money that you're dealing with. Like you're not now. Granted, it's not like I think her name was Paige Thompson. That's the one who uh who broke into the Capital One server. But uh, like she's let's see, she get, she had access to 140,000 social security numbers, a million Canadian social insurance numbers. That's interesting. And and 80,000 bank account numbers. Like. I mean just getting your bank account number by itself can you know, that's that can do some damage right there. But uh but it's like mm-hmm now now the i will say like the cynical part of me is like how come you know capital one get hacked but not sally may i'm just saying but, uh, <laughs> for real bro <laughs>
1: that's where just the real cybersecurity is is <laughs> <laughs> yeah and we're and we're not we're not advocating for any um illegal activity uh, uh speak for yourself brother views uh, you expressed by herbert seward i maintain by herbert
2: seward only <laughs> if a good samaritan hacker wants to get in here and uh yeah. And, and free my debt. I'll take it. I ain't going to lie to you. I ain't yeah. asking for it, and I ain't going to pay you for it. I think most
0: yeah. people won't, won't mind that.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, we we'll, won't you know, we will uh, officially on the book condone it, but we'll understand. <laughs> we really will. Um, yeah, I think um, for the folks listening out there, um, a lot has been made, um, obviously, about the importance of cybersecurity in today's society. Um, the importance of keeping your information safe. Um, for all of us, in some form or fashion, that is the really big aspect of our day jobs. Is being able to be um, well versed and knowledgeable to communicate that to users, um, to customers, um, in a way that you know imparts how important that is, and. Some of the things that Dave touched on, um, Dave works, you know, he works in, he works in cybersecurity. Um, some of the things he touched on are, you know, are really quite literally essential day-to-day things that everybody should know. Um, you know, for example, uh, going to your local Starbucks and taking your computer and and understanding that, A, it's not smart to do you know, banking or or business transactions at an open Wi-Fi hotspot—that is like common sense, and that is one of those things that a lot of um, regular individuals that really aren't paying attention do. And I mean, hackers, quite literal hackers, and folks that are identity thieves, quite literally camp at those spots like like a watering hole. Um, you know, not to get too technical, but there are a number of methods, both um, very low tech and high tech, that people um, that want to take your information and environments like that will take your information. And, you know, it's important for people to be able to understand that, hey, there's just certain places that you just don't do certain types of activities on online um coffee coffee shops with open Wi-Fi hotspots are one place um for the I, most part
2: to interject I know you guys are the experts but I would say you can go even further and just say any open Wi-Fi that's not like a friend of yours is not a place for anything that's sensitive to be taking place on
0: true that's lo- true I mean you you could you could argue that if you use the VPN, a virtual private network, then that might help you. That might shield you a little bit. Uh, although, there technically, even if you use a VPN, if the if the if the the open Wi-Fi, if the business or whatever that has it, if they're using like a firewall that's able to uh, basically man in the middle your uh, VPN connection, <laughs> right. then, uh, that's not going to work either. Exactly. Uh, there are a few companies. Uh, one called Palo Alto. They make firewalls that are able to do that. Um, but so I so the way this is kind of going to be, going to be structured for those listening is that like, we're all going to, we're all going to kind of take turns and kind of explain a few tips that, uh, that we've, either we know or we've used, um, and just for, I won't say I, I'm an expert per se, but I did kind of get a master's degree in information security, but <laughs> so, uh, I've, I've uh, <laughs> uh, that I, of course I, I got from the uh the great North Carolina A and T State University. But uh hey, here, here you go. But anyway. <laughs> but uh but so the the first thing I would actually say is just for people – just just regular everyday people, like these are tips that you don't have to, you know, these aren't super techie things that you can do. This is These are just everyday things you can do to just, you know, be safe. And so, like, the first thing I would say is to use a password manager. And two of the most popular ones are LastPass and 1Password. Uh, one, one Personally, I use LastPass. Um, and so, basically, what that does is uh, whenever you're on a website and it asks you to, like, create an account, what the password manager basically do is keep track of all of your passwords so uh, in fact they, they'll often suggest passwords for you and the only thing you have to remember is one password one master password that gets into like your vault that has all your other passwords in it so like what you should do with it is so like whenever you let's say you're signing up to i don't know you're you want to si- sign up for some rewards or something on some restaurant so you would go to the restaurants page and you would sign up and then last pass or one password it would be like hey uh why don't you use this password and it would be like some random string of numbers and letters uppercase lowercase and uh special characters and all that kind of stuff uh, then it, it's gonna look funky it's gonna look weird but that's good like the longer and stranger it is the harder it is for anyone to guess and the harder it is for computers to guess what it is so uh, use a password manager. It, it keeps all your passwords in one place and all you have to remember is one password uh, To get into your into that vault So that's that's the main one I would say and if, if you're if you don't want to use a password manager and you And you're just like no, I want to use my own passwords I'll at least say if you're gonna make up a password make sure it's you know pretty kind of long use like either a word or a phrase uh, that you can remember and then replace some of the letters with like numbers and add like special characters like, uh, like, um, a dollar sign or an exclamation point, that kind of stuff. So the more complex it is, the harder it is for people and computers to figure it out. So that's my tip. So we can move on <laughs> into someone else.
1: Okay. Uh, before I give my, before I give, um, you know, my input, there's something I wanted to kind of piggyback on what Dave just said. Um, doing a complex password uh, is great but if you write down a complex password and keep it posted someplace where people can see it <laughs> kind of like at your work day, kind of defeats the purpose so a lot of a lot of the protection that you do for yourself is you know yeah there's some there's some pretty intricate things that you may need to do in terms of passwords or in terms of software or vpn's but a lot of the stuff that we suggest is just really common sense behavior. So, you know, if you know that um, you use a single password for every account, that is not really the most prudent thing in the world to do because, um, yeah, people can guess passwords. People have technology to be able to crack passwords if they're not sophisticated enough um, and so on and so forth. And that kind of piggybacks into... Um, what I'm about to share, um, like Dave, I work. I've, you know, I'm an IT professional that's worked extensively in information security. And the very first thing that comes to mind when I talk to users uh, and customers or consult people in regards to their um, protection of their information is that there are high-tech means that hackers and and um, social engineering folks use to obtain that information, and there are some low-tech means. Um, The low-tech means, some of those means don't even include, don't really, um, some of them may not even include a computer at all. Um, For example, you might get a robocall from, say, somebody pretending to be tech support, or Google, or your bank, and they may, um, may sound convincing over the phone, but they may ask you for certain types of information that you should kind of know right offhand that um, somebody from a reputable establishment wouldn't be asking for like uh, a password to an account or um, banking information, unless you you know exactly, you know, what that reputable business is. A lot of scams that obtain personal information, personally identifiable information originate in that form or fashion Um, back to the example that we talked at at the very top of the show uh, with people being in um, people being in public spaces uh, using Wi-Fi Um, there's a method also another method very low-tech method of obtaining that type of information called shoulder surfing and that is a method of social engineering essentially it's as simple as you not being aware of your surroundings and somebody walking past you and looking over your shoulder and seeing whatever you have on screen and recording it. And
0: um, for those who are, in- who are wondering what social engineering is, it's kind of like hacking people. It's like it's taking advantage of the, be- of the behaviors that people do in order to get information.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Um, like i said there are there are a number of methods uh that involve social engineering um physical social engineering that you know we just referenced and social engineering that's using the actual technology that um people can be vulnerable um one example that immediately comes to mind um of that type of social engineering is phishing um for those Folks listen those listeners out there that aren't really familiar with what phishing is um, phishing is is the attempt to op, you know to fraudulently obtain uh, personal information using um, email or any number of other means of communication electronic electronic communication um, you know the most common is is email phishing um, If folks have ever heard of um, uh, gotten junk email in your in, in your inbox from you know somebody asking you know somebody saying hey one you know 17 million dollars but we need you to send XY and Z information Yo,
2: straight up let me say something about that you are not first of all Nigerian Nigeria is run on a democracy there are no princes left but even if there were you ain't related to them, and you're silly for thinking that you do.
1: Well, well, yeah, that's very true. But you know, uh, just to kind of continue, a lot of the, the a lot of the things that we see in phishing attacks and spear phishing attacks, which are different types of um, different type different methods of the same general means of obtaining information. A lot of them are a lot slicker a lot more sophisticated than you know the random ass you know, nigerian scheme where yeah we know you ain't no prince so yeah <laughs> yeah i don't have 17 mil most folks can figure that one out it's the ones that look very professional like there's um there's one that hit our job uh not too long ago a couple of months ago that was um impersonating microsoft they had a an email header that looked just like Microsoft's email header. Um, a lot of these um, specific types of attacks are designed to look extremely professional. But at the end of the day, when you look at these examples, you know there's one thing as a consumer or as a user that you look for. If you're if you you know you're suspicious about getting an email, is that you know these um, these attacks, you know, often end with requesting information uh, via email that you would ordinarily not give. For example, your last, have,
2: the, your whole social instead of the yeah, last yeah. four.
1: Yeah, your social security number, your, um, you know, access to a system, which is via password or any number of things, an account number for a bill, you know, those sorts of things. So it, it's important as, um, as folks, users that are online to be able to recognize those things. Um, and sometimes, like I said, a lot, of, a lot of the newer attacks coming from you know potential um, folks that attack and target specific people are very sophisticated. So it takes a little bit of vigilance to really pay attention to what comes into your box if you don't recognize it, if you don't recognize the correspondence. Um, Your first instinct when you see these emails is normally your right one. Um, No reputable company or, you know, service provider, for example, is going to ask for your login credentials via email in order to troubleshoot a problem. That, you know, that that simply doesn't happen. Not from Google, not from Verizon, not from anybody. Um, there are normally, there's normally a portal that you would have to log into. And a lot of, there are some, you know, scams that, you know, try to simulate that. So it's important to be able to really pay attention to, you know, the correspondence that you get on your platform via email, as well as some of the low tech things that may be happening around you that don't, that don't have anything to do with your computer. Um, And that has a lot more to do with what we like to call situational awareness, which is really, you know, being aware of your surroundings, who's in your surroundings, and, you know, how that relates to what you're currently doing. So that would be the biggest tip that I would be, you know, give to folks that are just learning some of these concepts. And even to those that are familiar with the concepts, but they don't necessarily pay attention to them all the time.
2: So I'm I'm I work in IT as well, but I'm in sales. Uh, I'm not I would not uh, consider myself a security expert, but I, I I would consider myself a somebody with an abundance of intelligence. And I'll say this, uh, you things gotta make sense, right? Like back in the day, everybody used to trip about. Uh, about how they they would catch viruses or uh, when they were using like Napster or Limewire or whatever, and I would be like, yeah, because you download like stuff. If it, don't, if it don't make sense, I'm not downloading. It. I know Eminem never did a song with Gladys Knight, so what you download that song for? You
1: wow, Limewire—that's uh, Lime a blast from the past, dude. Real yeah, bad. you
2: know what I'm saying. But it's just like, like in that vein, right? Uh, if if it doesn't make sense, it's it's probably you like like Herb said, go with your first mind uh if if your tech support has never called or never asked for you know they've never said hey i need your social security number to log into this system for you you should question that because that doesn't make sense why would you need that if, if they ask for your last four you get your last four all day long you used to get your last four um uh you know at school and all that stuff before they came up with like specialized numbers and ids and stuff mostly be- to fight uh you know all this uh social engineering and all this hacking but my point is, uh, think about what you do before you do it. If it doesn't make sense, it probably is wrong, right? You're not just making that up in your head. Uh, there's something going on. We do, uh, at my job, they send out a, a phishing email uh, once a quarter. They send, to, they send us an email just, and there's a little button that says report phishing for all emails, but basically they want to see who's paying attention. It, 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 they give you all the chances in the world to to realize this is wrong. Look at the email address that says micro Microsoft, not Microsoft. You know what I'm saying? Like little things like that. Pay attention before you give your information. You know what I'm saying? Like they got it, Microsoft ain't gonna misspell their name. Microsoft's uh, header is not gonna be off center. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta pay attention to stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Herb pretty much nailed it on the head. So I ain't gonna beat it up too much. And I know uh, this is gonna be a short pod today. So Oh yeah, like you said, um, you know, it is important to protect yourself, and it's not super hard. Uh, don't have the same password for everything. Your convenience today could cost you so much time tomorrow. So um, it ain't worth it. it. I promise, it ain't worth it. If you ever have to deal with recovering your identity, you will hate the fact that you didn't just, you know, live a more secure life.
0: Yeah, I know. I know so a few like people that. who who had to uh, deal with identity theft so fortunately you know you know you know the good thing somewhat i guess not good thing the silver lining there we go the silver lining to all of this is that like a lot of us already have like free credit monitoring and all that (laughs) like i already have it for the uh from the opm hack so I got it from that, uh-huh. and I had it before then. Uh, when PlayStation got hacked in like twenty twelve or something like that, like mm-hmm. I had it from that. <laughs> so it's like I've I've already had credit monitoring, monitoring, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, the the very last thing I'll say is that if you if you you know if you if you're at like a public hotspot or. Uh, you or you really or you're somewhere or maybe you're overseas or whatever and you're trying to like get it get to Netflix but like it's blocked for some reason. Use a <laughs> I would advise using a VPN, a virtual private network. Basically what it does is it basically creates an encrypted link to the internet so that no like one a can tunnel. really you're right, like a tunnel. Uh so that only you can, you know, go in that tunnel and no one else can see what you're doing. They might see where you're going to but they won't be able to see uh like what you like what you are actually doing um, if you use
2: a good VPN they can't even see what you're doing it or, bounces off so many damn servers before you uh, before it gets where it's going they can't even follow it
0: and to that point uh, make sure you choose a VPN that doesn't log log what you're doing I guess some VPNs say or some VPNs will collect data from like when you know what you're doing but that kind of defeats the purpose of you you know hiding your identity <laughs> so uh, I think there there's some pretty good ones out there I, I think I typically use one called better net and I think there's another good one called Express VPN um, so it, that's
2: another that's a, a topic for another day but we do need to talk about uh, uh, data collection and all that and like you know well, I don't I think us as a people I think we're a little bit cavalier with our data
1: oh, yeah. And, um,
2: well uh, yeah
1: well one other thing before uh, Dominique continues, and um, I know those of you out there, you know, might feign about not knowing what VPN is. Um, if you can use a VPN, you know, to pirate some movies, you uh, can use you can use a VPN to protect your information. It's that simple. You know, it's. I mean, I that's know the thing,
2: though, they ain't really using it to, to watch movies. Uh, 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 leg Keith hook up their uh, hook up their fire stick and just show them how to find the movies and show them, show them how to search for a movie, and they don't know nothing about it past that. They don't even know that it's using the Cody platform or XBMC or whatever. Like, they don't know none of that. They just know they got a Boo leg fire stick, and I can watch whatever's in the movie
1: theater at my house same day. Well, it's a well, yeah, that might be the case, but some folks, you know, a lot of folks out there that are in that mode may want to wise up quick. And I think that ultimately, you know, will lead to a a bigger discussion as to how we utilize technology. Um, And I think that that topic in itself for black folk is. You know, arguably,
0: arguably its own episode. That, that sounds like the next episode, honestly. Like that's yeah. like that's because that's that really is like uh, <laughs> maybe even two episodes because it's so much you could say about that and right. Uh, especially now, you know, I think uh, it didn't. Facebook just have to pay like a hundred billion dollar fine or something like that. Yeah, uh, fifty
2: did. billion, fifty billion, and it, and they already had that money set to the side. That didn't hurt them at all. That no. was a slap right. on the wrist. It was. That's yeah. about three months of their revenue. That's what it boils down
1: to. Yeah, so while we're, you know, like I said, while we're on the topic of of data collection and how this ties into our topic, very recently there was an app that was all the rave and even most of our, you know, our content creators out there were really, you know, uh, really dapping up the app. Um, and then it's a, it's, re- it's an app that ages you you know that, you know, and I think people know it's it was going around when people were, you know, you know, predicting how they would look in like 20 or 30 years and most of oh, face, pro- face app, and you know, news came up that you know, once you do that, you know, your likeness um, becomes pr- you know proprietary property.
2: All your me. face are belong to us.
1: Yes, <laughs> and and quite literally, you know every social application there is uh, platform there is littered with stuff or advertisements like that it's i mean what we, gotta, what we got to what we got to
2: realize is we are the product and we are not the consumer and so once we realize that then we i think we can uh, be more judicious with the kind of things that we share more judicious because we got to realize that they're not in business to protect our data so we can't expect them to do that it's within their it's to their fiduciary Benefit for them to uh, be as cavalier with our data. I mean, they they make money off selling our data. That's what they do. Uh, so you know, why would they fight that hard to protect it? I don't think they will. And I don't think we should expect them to. We should control the kind of things that we post. Uh, control the kind of things that you know. Once you put it on the internet, it's not yours anymore. So I just think, and I, you know, they should have. There should be classes. These things should be taught in school.
0: Just like how to file your taxes and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but right. I mean, you know, it's a
2: you know it's a new generation. Uh, it's a new. There's new uh, kind of uh, obstacles that weren't around, you know, twenty even twenty years ago.
0: Hey, not uh, even ten years ago, really?
2: <laughs> right. Really. I mean, the iPhone just turned ten last year. You know what I mean? So like the idea that there's a computer in your in your pocket now. A uh, very powerful computer in your pocket. We have, we, we, I don't think we're equipping kids with the right, uh, with the right tools to succeed in this world.
1: Well, I, I would tend to agree with you. Um, but again, that's, that's one reason why, you know, platforms like the Black Tech Techies, um, content creators that are, you know, donating their knowledge every day on platforms like YouTube, or you know, on other social media. You know, why those outlets and sources of information are important because um, pointing that stuff out, how people don't utilize technology is not an excuse for people utilizing the technology. Um, and ultimately, it's going to come to a point where either you learn to adapt to the environment that you're around or you don't and you pay the consequences. So it's one of those things where, I know me personally, I'm, you know, working in information technology has been a blessing because it's one of the very few fields of study that are, that's so broad that you can't really, you could literally learn something new every day until you're pushing up daisies. And it's it's a gift to be able to do that and to be able to pass that information on to folks that can use it. And this is a prime example, you know, information security, cyber security, protecting your own information in this day and age is essential. You know, it's, it, it really is one of those instances where all it takes is one breach. All it takes is one resourceful cat that shoulder surfing and might happen to get your social security number to ruin a life. And it's it's really that serious. It's Those things are, you know, for a family that, for example, is trying to scrape together savings to buy a house, um, that's deadly serious. You know, for, um, you know, somebody that has a health issue but needs to have the the confidentiality of their PII preserved in order for them to maintain a job or in order for them to get the type of treatment that they want. Um, it's a matter of life and death in some cases. So it's really – it's it's one of those topics, particularly for black folk, that we really need to start embracing and doing so post haste.
0: And that – I think we'll actually wrap it up for tonight. Although I, I yeah, that's, that's that's gonna have to be the next one because like I I really want people to realize what the responsibility that they have of, of being online and all of that. Um, and I think that I think that we we have we definitely have a a good platform to to get that to get to get that message out. But in the meantime, <laughs> uh huh.
2: And in between
0: time <laughs> You can uh you know, thanks for all the people who do uh, subscribe to us. I mean I know it's been a while but we you know our our listener base has steadily been getting getting uh getting bigger uh from when we first started, so heard about you breathing on the mic <laughs> <laughs> No man, no man <laughs> I I'll, I'll have to I'm edit. I have to edit this part out. But uh <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm, a, I'm a little congested, bro. Yeah, brother. Yeah, you are. You'll get you a Benadryl
2: or something, man. You, yeah, yeah, you. I, you know what? I can take your blood pressure off your breathing. Yeah.
1: You ain't funny, dude. You ain't funny at all. But,
0: but uh, I mean, let I mean, go. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah. so uh, as you all can probably well. You all didn't hear, but the, our listeners heard at the beginning of the podcast, there's a, um, a little bit there for our Patreon page that we have. So if you would like to support us and keep us uh, going in the right direction, please consider subscribing to our Patreon, subscribe to our podcast, uh, follow us on Twitter at the Black Techies, and, of course, uh, you can go to our website at TheBlackTechies.com. Uh other than that, I think that's about it. Uh, it's getting late for me. I'm about to turn, turn, <laughs> turn in. Yeah. Uh, you all got any last words before we head on out?
1: Yeah, I guess I'll start. Um, you know, minus the the allergy induced breathing. Um, <laughs> thanks, Dominique, for pointing that out to our studio audience. Appreciate it but um studio
2: magic gonna make that go away they ain't gonna know what you're talking about by the time they hear this yeah
1: yeah yeah. there you go I might keep it but you'll see there you go (laughs) leave it in but um all jokes aside to everybody that's in the collective everybody that's not in the collective but have happened to stumble across our podcast on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on thank you sincerely um you know, it means a lot to all of us uh, that are core members of the Black Techies that we have this kind of following. Um, the folks that are in the collective that keep on point, you know, posting topics on a daily basis that, you know, make the group what it is. Thank you guys. Keep doing what you do. And more, most importantly, uh, please subscribe to our podcast. Please. Pretty please. And leave, um, and leave
0: a review. Leave and a leave review. Leave a review. Please. Her, it really yes. does you help. Leave, you
2: gonna leave, only if you're going to leave five stars. I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah don't, for we, real. Don't need, we don't need your four stars. We don't need them.
1: Yeah. And, you know, for those folks that are in the group, and you guys kind of know who you are, um, you come into the group, and uh, if you've got really pertinent content to offer, that is always open. Uh, however, comma, if you are there to push your own product or to advertise of your own product or to push your own agenda or your own podcast um, within the confines of our group, um, you've been warned. That's all I'll say. As Are people admin. pushing out? Well, I'm going to say this about that. I
2: think if we have a platform, we should use it to promote other black people. Uh, businesses as long as they're problematic you know that you don't get to just come on our on our platform and do it willy-nilly right but if you run it by one of the admins and, and it's a message we can get behind i'll promote your restaurant i'll promote your your business your charity all that stuff because i believe in uh recycling our dollars amongst our community but i'm mean, we're not gonna come on here and promote uh uh jeff's pimp house
1: uh, Oh yeah you know what I'm yeah. yeah i had to i had to make an example of somebody in the group, we'll talk about um, it, it offline. Yeah, I want to know the what you are talking about. <laughs> yeah, the collective. Uh, they I think Dave knows because uh, that dude was posting entire entire shows and podcasts. Oh yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, until he until he got zipped. But
0: you know, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> a bandhead term right there. But, yeah, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but
1: yeah, but you know, finish, you know, to keep it short, thank everybody that has seen fit to support our podcast. Um, to all the content creators that are out there, uh, you know the Cookout, you know Marcus Brownlee, uh, Tech Couple, and um, there's a, I mean, so many that I can't name. Um, black, con- you know, black content creators and techies out there are really turning that platform, that environment, into something really unique. And you guys keep us inspired. So, shout out to all you guys. Thank you for your support and Continue to listen to us, give us feedback, and we'll continue to crank out the content and get better at doing it. We appreciate
0: it. All right. Well, yeah. oh, wait. How did I forget? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Man, you know, that's when you know it's been a while. All right, go ahead. That yeah, one okay. uh,
2: have Like I like <laughs> said, man, we appreciate the collective. Uh, we appreciate all of you guys' feedback, good, bad, and different, as long as you keep it off the review page. Good content, always, I mean, good reviews only. <laughs> But uh, yeah, man. Uh, I hope everybody watches the debates. This isn't a political podcast, so I ain't gonna get too deep into it. But uh, uh Ew looking good. That's my favorite. I ain't telling nobody who to vote for. I'm just saying, if you want your student debt uh forgiven, then you you know you gonna Ew or, or Bernie, and I, we can all use a good good slate cleaning. Uh, anywho, uh, everybody go out, be great, read up on some stuff. Uh, being educated, be a high information voter. Don't be one of these people out here voting for Joe Biden because that's Barack Obama's homeboy. I'm not saying don't vote for him. I'm saying don't vote for him just because he's Barack Obama's homeboy. And <laughs> as always, even if you end up with Joe Biden, anybody, as long as every day you wake up, we get closer and closer to that dude not being y'all president. Love y'all. <laughs> so,
0: and on that note, We haven't done this in a while, but hail Wakanda. Hail Wakanda (laughs) Wakanda
1: forever! Hail Wakanda.